0: Here's your host, Alex Garrett.
1: Well, it is 8 in the morning again, and uh, you know, if I hadn't met my 9 a.m. host that follows on Spreaker, I don't think I'd be up this early, but I am, and it's great to get the work done early. And joining me today is someone I met through Hanks Yanks, uh, a Yankee organization run by Hank Steinbrenner and uh, of course Mr. Steinbrenner has welcomed both of us into the suite and uh, Mike Walsh you are with us now uh, thanks for joining me for the first time Morning, Alex. How are you? we're doing good a little rainy out but not nonetheless not bad and by the way like you like me I'm sure you're missing baseball right now in this in this crazy terrible time oh of course uh that excitement
2: at spring training and we we got a little teaser there and then um you know living here in new york city you you're getting out of the winter time and you know spring is there and you're watching games on tv and just can't wait for baseball to you know come up here to new york and and then all of a sudden you know march 13th where you know we start being put
1: on lockdown here in the city so um, about a week after the tournaments were canceled, they decided to lock the whole state down, and it was just it's been intense ever since. But I know, I know that you have a great project going on in affiliation with Yankee legend Jimmy Lairitz and Pat Kelly as well. Um, tell us what's going on and how you're helping the front lines with all of this. So, actually, it goes back uh, a year
2: ago. Um, A friend of ours uh, was a bartender at a bar on the Upper East Side called Luke's, and he passed away on St. Patrick's Day, Hmm. and we were all going to get together for him um, and do a celebration on on St. Patrick's Day, Um, and then lo and behold... You know, they start shutting down the bars and, you know, those had to say parade this year. And all the bars and restaurants <laughs> were closed at 8 o'clock on uh, March 16th. Mm. So a bunch of us kind of got together and, hey, let's do something in, in honor of Joe's name. Because at that point, a lot of people didn't know what was going to happen to the bars and restaurants.
1: Right. You know? and, and right. A lot, a lot did close and people were letting go of, you know, some of the
2: servers. <clears throat> Luke's Luke's Bar and Grill has a has a great following anyway for for takeout. Uh, Luigi Milatello, um, I don't think it's a relation to Sammy Milatello, but Luigi Milatello up there at Luke's, um, he even has his own delivery men at night and does a great uh, takeout service and delivery service every day. So, you know, he just kind of ramped that up and. About twenty of us got together and said, "You know, how can we help?" And twenty of us, you know, put a hundred dollars in the kitty and, you know, in our friend's name. His name was Joseph Carey, and he was a um, Bronx-born uh, Yankee fan. Also, um, we donated the two thousand dollars, and Luigi said, well, "What do you want to do with this?" I said, "Well, let's maybe buy some some meals for some of the first responders." He uh, says, okay, I'll charge $20 a, a meal. Um, here's, I said, okay, let's do 20 a day. And we had enough for, um, you know, five days. So we started out that first week. We had five days to do it. So I started calling up um, some police precincts in the area and uh, some firehouses. Uh, as I called some of the hospitals, they were very eerie of, or leery of, uh, you know, outside, just just delivering food. You know, they didn't know where it was going to come from or, you know, contamination, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it took us a, so we, we kind of dropped that in the first week. So we fed the firemen, we fed the policemen. One of the policemen that we fed was Joe Carey's nephew, who's an officer up in the 25th precincts up in Harlem. And his brother-in-law is a police officer in the housing division. So those were the first two that we that we started. Um, And then, as people kind of started hearing about it, and other regulars at Luke's, people just started donating more money to us. You know, hundred dollars here, twenty-five here, fifty here, and all of a sudden, we got a you know enough money for a second week of kills.
0: So uh-huh. we just
2: then. People that were donating had some friends that were, were nurses in the area, Lenox Hill, um, Columbian Presbyterian, or not, um, New York Presbyterian, Rio uh, Cornell. Um, so now we could contact the nurses and get a relationship with them. We would say, okay, at noon we're going to be delivering 20 uh, meals. They will come outside and pick it up outside the, the main uh, doors of the hospitals. Then they can bring it back in. So we finally got the, you know, the real heroes. I think of this is the, the first responders and nurses taking care of all
1: the, the COVID nineteen patients. Um, well, you know, uh, and Michael, we, I've, I've yeah. got to tell you a quick thing. I, I think the bars and restaurants were done a disservice. Would you agree? The narrative was everything's closed; you can't go out. And yet, here they are still open. And yet, no one really knows about that.
2: Right as you even walk, you know, I live here on the Upper East Side I'm here. Luke's is on 79th and 3rd. I live on 80th and 3rd. Um, it is kind of hit or miss, though. And I saw some restaurants that were um, actually open in the first couple of days and, and were doing business. And we saw people at dinner time, you know, standing outside. You would call your order in and then you would go pick up at a certain time. Um, and Luke's is doing that, too. Luke's has a <clears throat> pickup time. You can come and pick up your dinners, or they, they do have. Uh, at nighttime delivery service um, and also there was a bar that got a lot of coverage up here on the
0: Upper East Side uh, Dylan Murphy's they it brought up they looked like a hurricane and
2: people started writing messages on the uh, on the plywood uh, one day I saw it had um, uh, the Daily Mail over in Europe picked it up and then it was on the front page of the New York Post last Sunday um, all boarded up, people said signs, it was you know, a great little story. Lo and behold, this weekend they opened back up and are selling food. And, and uh, you know, the weird thing is you can also buy it's like New Orleans now, you can buy drinks right out of these bar windows and you know, take that home to, <laughs> to
0: enjoy, it also. So, that's a little bit of curveball in the whole
2: swing of things here, but um, but yeah, now we're going out with three. So that's what I did. I called up, you know, when I, once I started getting a little bit of steam. Um, <clears throat> Pat Kelly's here in New York City, um, you know, I'm, and a friend of ours, Pete Caldera, uh, who's with the Bergen Record. Um, Pete actually sang at our wedding. He's a he makes mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra songs. Um, so Pete did a Pete did an article, and, and to kind of get uh, the linking kind of way, um, into the article, you know, I asked uh, Jim and and Pat Kelly to, you know, help me coordinate a little bit and get this out social media-wise, and that's how we've been able to go now to week three, uh, and now we're on week four, um, with their help and kind of promoting it on social media, and uh, Pat did want to come and, and help us out here in New York City. Um, and he was going to come and deliver some meals with the uh, firemen and and things of that nature and do the article with Peter, but uh, he has type 1 diabetes now.
0: So he's a high risk, and we just don't want to put him in harm's way. But yes, those two
2: are... uh, So they talked to Peter during the fall. Jim is out in California uh, now, but we did a... Uh, a Facebook live the other night on Saturday night and uh, fans were able to log on the Facebook live and Jim took questions for about an hour and a half uh, he also raffled off some some memorabilia and, and we raised funds that way to help, help feed the first responders here um, I also I do screen print embroidery, and we have a factory up in West Iowa up the 70 bridge and I've made a website and we're selling t-shirts on the website and we we did a skyline in New York City and then we have NYC and it says Stronger Together so nice clean t-shirt uh, for the nurses we did it uh, Yankee College actually a white t-shirt with Navy uh, lettering for the firemen we did a red t-shirt with white lettering um, and then for the police we did a, a Navy t-shirt with white lettering so that's how we're also raising funds and they, so they've promoted that on social media and uh, people that want to donate can just go up there on uh, LukeSpar and Rural.com and they click on the link and then they can buy a t-shirt there and uh, there's even a donate page there so some people buy a buy a t-shirt and that pays for uh, a meal for a first responder but then there's a donation button and you know, they might pay $25 $100 uh, we've had some donors even pay a thousand and five thousand dollars. Um, so now my <clears throat> my biggest challenge right now, and it's a good challenge, is like I have 15 days of meals right now to, to try to find someone to, to feed. So it's a, and that's what we're reaching out to, you know, friends and family of groups now, too, and saying, you know, Do you know a nurse? Do you, do you know a, a, a personal connection, um, a policeman, a fireman? Um, and even a girl I went to high school with she lives in California now and she had a friend at um Montefiore up in the Bronx and I actually said the name was Jennifer I said Jennifer um you know I'm feeding the Upper East Side I said I really can't get up to the Bronx you know there's no real transportation anymore and, and actually the police officers and the the firemen they swim by loops at noon every day um like today we're, we're feeding the 19th precinct again so they'll pull up at a police cruiser at noon we'll, pick, we'll pass them about six uh bags of food and then they're off on their way um uh, we do have to go to the hospitals because the nurses don't have a chance to uh get away from their break wow so we do the hospitals um but the police and fire you know kind of pick up but uh Lauren Huber up in uh, Montefiore in in, in Fordham, uh, I think they're going to do this Friday the 17th for lunch, but they're going to send someone down from the Bronx to pick it up at Luke's. So we're gonna we're gonna be feeding this. in the Bronx, um, and through, through a friend who donated from uh, I went to high school with. Them,
1: so well, that is that is special now. For those who don't know, um, Mike Walsh is part or was part of Hank's Yanks, and for those who don't know about Hank's Yanks, it's such a great organization started by Hank Steinbrenner, the son of George Steinbrenner, and that's kind of where the community vein has led to for the Yankees. I mean, it's always been there, and I feel like through Hank's Yanks, through what you're doing, this is just another extension of the Yank community reaching out in a time of crisis. Well, that's, you know, when I did call Pat Kelly and and Jim
2: Laird, you know, the first thing they thought of was um, Mr. Simon's Gold Shield Foundation that that he started. I went to college in Tampa, um, and those guys used to play the golf tournaments and everything down there in Tampa, spring training to raise money for the Gold Shield. And basically, a fallen um, first responder uh, officer um, is killed in the line of duty. Then Mr. Steinmaner would pay for their education, for their college education. Um, so when we were dealing with the first responders, we, we all thought about, you know, how Mr. Steinmaner kind of taught us to give back and, and help out the first responders. Um, and then with him Steinmaner, uh, Raina Grog got me involved, and he knew I had a, a golf background, and he called me up and he said, you know, we want to uh, start a golf tournament and raise money for, for H-Yates. And I got involved in that, and we, we did a... I ran the golf tournament for three years for him. Um, had a great time. My, my job basically took me away. I didn't have any time to, to do that anymore, so I, I stepped down two years ago from that position. But um, what's great about the h too, is to be part of the team uh, Hank requires the players to do community service. So I know right now the Hank Shanks is probably involved up there in the Bronx, you doing their dedicating their time and doing community service uh, during this crisis too, the COVID nineteen crisis.
1: Well, I'm talking Mike Walsh, and uh, he is spearheading, so to speak, the. Stronger Together effort, New York City on the front lines, and Luke's Bar and Grill is where they can give uh, to donate to help the cause.
2: Yes, right on, right at Luke's Bar and Grill website. You know, you can order the food. There's a menu right there, but there is a link on there, uh, Luke's Bar and Grill and then you can click uh, click on the Stronger Together link, and then you can buy the T-shirt and donate right there online.
1: How have you been doing with all this? I mean, have you been getting out? Have you? or have you been staying in? What is? What have you been doing through all of this? Well, my
0: wife works in finance, so she uh, is
2: now working from home. But with the stock market being open, she's you know working Monday through Friday, um, and I work from home anyway, so I I have adjusted a little bit easier. I I have a daily routine, and it hasn't really changed that much per se. You know, when when she leaves the door at eight o'clock in the morning, you know, I have my routine and I'm on my laptop and, and, and work from my apartment every day. Um, but yes, we, we do get, I get out for this little half hour. You know, I said, uh, I live on 80th and Luke's is on 79th. Um, I get out for probably a half hour at noon to go feed the first responders. But then I'm, you know, being safe and back in my apartment. Um, when she's done with work, we, we live a couple blocks from Central Park. So, you know, we'll take a walk, put our masks on, put our rubber gloves on, and um, practice social distancing. I think that's the one thing about New York City right now is, you know, everybody's very respectful. and, uh, and It reminds me of September 11th a little bit where, you know, everybody's seeing everybody on the street and, you uh, you know, giving a little nod and hello to everybody. and You know, we're all this together. And, um, you know, that's how I came up with the... We've got it in two certain value, and I've actually passed it on to a couple other people. We uh, I'm friends with Harold Werner third. He's a professional golfer on the PGA Tour. Um, last year, he was in the final group out of Backpage Long Island with Brooks uh, Koeper.
1: Oh wow, bro! Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And he lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, so we did the same thing for him. We changed the the skyline was to the Charlotte skyline, and then we put CLT, which is their call letters, uh, in the middle, and then we put stronger together. So oh. he's doing the same thing, and we made a, we made a website for him for t-shirts and donations, and he's doing that in Charlotte.
1: Well, that's, I'm glad that this is now more than just a New York effort. It's sort of a uh, East Coast effort now, is what you're, that this is expanding. Any city, any city can, you know, and, and it's it's giving back to the restaurants too. It's you know,
2: yes, we are feeding the first responders, and, and they are very very appreciative. Um, you know, everybody has a mask over their their mouth, so you don't see the smiles. But you know, even when you, when you hand deliver the the hot meals to the hospital. You know, you can actually see it in their eyes that they're kind of looking forward to, to a nice hot lunch and a meal. Um, and that's why I made the T-shirt like I did. You, you can replicate this in any neighborhood, in any city, uh, keep the restaurant open, you know, and, and their workers, uh, you know, get paychecks into their hands, too. And, um, you know, right now, I think Luke has probably about a dozen people, you know, full-time.
0: Wow. So... So they're they're still open. You're
2: feeding the first responders, so it's it's a win-win. And um, so any neighbor any neighborhood in New York City can do this. You know, you, we're
1: doing it on the Upper Side. Well, I'm so glad, by the way, that you clarified that you guys are still being protected while you go visit the first responders. That's important. I think that um, nowadays it feels like if you if you are telling people you're protected while doing this, it's more like okay, we that's great. If you I feel like that clarity has to be made. It's it's a weird time we're in right now, but it has to be made because some people still assume others are walking around doing not protecting themselves, but you guys are doing what you got to do and feeding the first responders, so good on you for both parts.
2: Yeah, you see a lot more, uh, yeah, you know, as we're, you know, I, 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 I have a big calendar in my apartment that I uh, took a look at originally, and um, yeah, yesterday was day 31 of us, and, uh you know, down in our apartment here. So, but as you get out, people are, you see a lot more face masks and people are protected. And, you know, even when we come home, my wife and I, uh, we have a little table and, um, you know, we take our shoes off. We don't, we don't even walk in the house with our sneakers anymore. They go off at the front door and um, we have Clorox wipes there and we have uh, Purell and we you know, pray right there. And then the first thing we do is go wash our hands. So, you know, it's a new routine. And when you do come home now, of, uh, you know, being safe and, yeah. um, you know, protecting yourself and your
1: loved ones against this virus. Well, Michael, thank you for joining us. I'm glad I, you know, the notification popped up on my phone and said, I gotta get Mike on. He's doing a great cause. So thanks for joining us this morning. And, uh, where can people find you? How can they contact you if they have any other questions?
2: Uh, well, my, my cell number is 917 um, 770 And my email address is M Walsh at STAR, STAR, Prince, P R I N T. And then E is in Eddie, M is a Mary.
1: Well, uh, thanks again, Michael, and we will stay in touch on this, and of course, if you want to come back when baseball may be getting up and running, I'd love to have you back, Get talk a little baseball finally, and talk a little See that'd be getting nice at the end of the day, in the next few weeks, or months here, yeah. so. Well,
2: maybe we can get Pat and, uh, and Jimmy on a show for you, too, you know, they can talk about their experience, too, if you're looking for other... Uh,
1: yeah, and here. and so I that would be great. And Jimmy and I have go a long way. Uh, I met him in the suite. I've met him also in two thousand six at the Bronx Paradise Theater when Ray did The Boy of Steel. I've been he and I have stayed connected. So he's a good guy, and I'm glad that they're all pitching in here. And uh, the North Jersey article, I highly recommend you look that up as well about this. So, um, Mike, thanks again, and have a great rest of your Monday. Well, guess what, guys? It's my daily check-in with Mr. Radio Hope, Mike Myers, and as I've been crediting you in my household to my girlfriend. If I didn't connect with you and you didn't have a nine a.m. show, I'd probably be sleeping right now. So, thank you for encouraging me to get up early and to do this. I'm I'm actually very grateful for that. And good morning, by well, the
0: way. And 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 vice versa.
1: <laughs> so I have an angle today, and I hope your Easter was well. I mean. Mine was stay at home, but it was it worked out. It was a nice day. I zoomed with my church. I don't know if you zoomed with your church or not, but that's kind of what I did yesterday for a while.
0: I'm not. Uh, I'm not zooming anything yet. I'm toying with the idea. See, you're technically you are so far ahead of me that I feel like I should just crawl in a hole and die.
1: <laughs> well, don't do that. Just, not just, really. just. Uh, not, no. Just. Just get on Zoom. It's actually pretty fun. And I tried it on the phone for the first time. That-ish was confusing. I mean, it was like one screen at a time. I'm like, what's going on here? But it worked out.
0: Oh, and with Zoom, when somebody talks, it switches to their face, right?
1: Exactly. Or their picture. I don't know. And then I did another one on cable TV last night, which was kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm okay at this point just and with Spreaker and life is good God is good all the time and all the time God is good I did like your point about not having to get all dressed up
1: yeah I mean uh, to, go to, ch- to go to church you know what I'm saying well you know it's interesting so I saw the greatest story ever told part one uh, last night because my dad bought it for me oh. and, and he's in Brooklyn but he wanted me to have an Easter so we watched it my family and I here in Queens he's in Brooklyn self-isolating so he doesn't catch it but um yeah but he bought me the movie, and I remember watching it a couple of years ago, and I fell in love with it. Um, but watching it last night, you know that gospel passage about anxious, do not be anxious. Mm-hmm. They showed Jesus yep. telling that to his disciples, and I'm like, what messages am I getting right now from God that he would show me Jesus actually saying something I've been, I hate to say preach, because uh-huh. I don't consider myself a preacher, but talking about the last week and a half or so. It is,
0: well... So today, and I'm totally with you. My my program title today is "Pandemic Paranoia Virus." Are you sheltering in place for them and then I'm gonna ask the question: Where's your shelter? Who's your shelter? Where are you going? Mm. Are you just freaking out? Are you falling into the fear thing because you don't know what's coming? Mm. It's like you said, I, I don't. You, you don't dwell on stuff that you don't know what's going on. I mean. No, today is
1: the day. Yeah, today is the day. But Every Lord, day is the day man. to make it happen because he has brought us. The, he woke us up today. That's kind of how I see it too. This, yeah.
0: This is
1: the day. This <laughs> is the day that the Lord Hoffman, that the Lord. By the way, you can listen at 9 a.m. Eastern at uh, with Radio Hope, Mike Myers. But I wanted to talk about a certain angle because, you know, in this time – we're all talking about resources. Where can we find this shelter? Where can we find this help? We can. Where can we donate to donate masks and ventilators to? But you oh, know, yeah. after all of this is through and we are somewhat back to normal, I don't know how normal we'll ever get again. But, but Michael, where would you? Do you think the need to talk about resources will continue? Like, do you think that people will still want to look for resources, or will they just kind of go back to? All right. Well, this. Place is doing some, but I don't need to highlight that right now because we've got top news uh, again. <laughs> well, so do you mean will we uh, maybe
0: go back to being very selfish, self-centered, not self-sacrificing, not others-focused? Yeah, I'm afraid it will happen if if uh, we don't realize what it means to. And I'm going to say it. I'm tired of apologizing for what I believe. Love God with all our guts, and our neighbors as ourselves. Take care of us. Take care of our neighbors. Love people. I know it sounds wishy-gushy, yucky, or not yucky, but I think that's I think that's the message. I'm, that's what I'm getting from this.
1: Yeah, and so you you don't think that people are going to go back to talking about. Um, resources, which is kind of sad, because I want that to continue to be, and I think it's a message that now, while we're in this time, is to truly help others, and we can continue that after the pandemic, if we so choose to, and I think we should. What do you think?
0: Well, I'm having a little spiritual O, and you know what that is. Mm. There's a young lady here in town that uh, that I've gotten to uh, hook up with, and she is this sing- single-handedly, uh, although Definitely uh, compelled by God, she said, to help homeless people, and she does a fantastic job with zero overhead. And it's very that you just you. That's where I need to be, as far as continuing to support, help her raise some funds. But as far as all the the stuff that goes with that, that's my that's. Am I making any
1: sense? Well, uh, maybe uh, work on that thought. But I get it. You do want to help her, and. It's just... Well, continue your thought, because I'm still trying to figure out where you're going to go with that.
0: Well, I am too,
1: Alex, <laughs> to tell you the
0: truth. Uh, you're asking, will we continue to be resourceful
1: towards yeah. Well, and will we continue to promote... I hope re- so. Well, would we continue to promote resources that are good for people, not just in a pandemic, but outside of the pandemic? Or will we just not even cover those resources... Again, because my fear is I'm going to get right back into the top news and then, oh, this thing's happening great, but they're doing their own thing. I feel like I'm motivated now to keep going with using this as a vessel to inform people of where they can go to help, even when there's nothing crisis-like going on.
0: I hit ya. Like, Like maybe uh, using what I do here to tell people, hey, there's a food pantry here if you have the wherewithal to help You know, donate to the food pantry, great, the the homeless shelter. I think in our town here, we used to have, well, I know we used to have a a men's shelter and a women's shelter. Well, it's gotten all eaten up by religious people, and nothing's going on. Nobody's living in them.
1: Mm. Well, why was that? What happened?
0: Long story, and I don't want to uh, in any way insinuate that Jesus has an ugly bride because I think I would qualify as part of
1: that. So I have to be really careful with what I say. Well, it's interesting you say that. The Bowery Mission here in New York has just opened its doors to not just the homeless, but they've also opened it to people unemployed and others that are going through this, which I think is a great, great uh, effort on their part here in New York City. Who is that? The Bowery Mission, it's in downtown Manhattan. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but they are a local... No shelter that's Christian-based and they've opened the doors to people even if they're not homeless but they're on unemployment and whatnot. So it's a a great effort that they're doing right now.
0: Bowery? As in B as in boy?
1: Yeah, B-O-W-E-R-Y Mission.
0: E R Y. thank you. Alright, I wrote that down. That is... And there you go. Mm -hmm. So, uh, a, a whole other thing. Do you... Are they going to be required to... Will they know us by our love for one another? Or are we going to say, you have to go to so many Bible studies before we're going to help you out?
1: I hope that's not a requirement from some churches because that's just not what Christ would want, to be honest with you. Thank you, sir. I I
0: agree with you totally.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love you, man. And that's kind of why you say you're not not on that wavelength of maybe church, I don't know how to say it, but you're on a different wavelength with him because you get who he was. Let's just put it that way.
0: Yeah. It, you know, it's it's one thing to be, uh, to say, oh, you know, I love Jesus. Uh, but it's another one to actually follow him and do as he has commanded us to do. And if you're doing it out of fear that you're going to get hit with a lightning bolt, I don't think you get really what love is all about, because because perfect love casts out all fear. I don't fear God. I have a reverential awe for Him. Right. What's going on in this world right now? I gonna Scripture quotes about courage. I've got a whole list here. I want to be an encouragement to other people. That's it. Not just in saying things, but actually doing things, and that's I think that's the point you're making. What? will we continue like nine eleven? 11 Man, it brought the country back together for a short time, but then after that, eh.
1: Huh.
0: You know, where was God in all this? Why did he allow this to happen? It, it, that's, what said, yeah,
1: to that's what a lot of people said. Well, that a, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what a lot of people said. We
0: live in a fallen world, and all of us are messed up and fall short, and it's like, okay, well, how about a little peer-to-peer encouragement here? I'm messed up, you're messed up, let's not attack each other. Let's love each other. And you have this tool and I have this source and let's, that's what you're saying. I think it's awesome. You think, you, you think well beyond the box. I
1: love that, sir. Well, I guess my other question is by the way, we got about two minutes before I can get this in the system to actually air. So, uh, let's, let's just wrap up with this one question. By the way, Radio Hope, 9am Eastern time, 8am Boone, Iowa central time. And uh, at Radio Hope on Spreaker. But one last thing, I guess my other fear is that resources will not be reported to those who want to talk about that. Like in the sense that networks may be doing that now, but they'll just not do it after the pandemic. Or maybe that's going to change network TV. I don't know, but I just hope the news continues to support resources even when we're not in crisis mode. I guess my hope and I hope And, and I just wanted your opinion on that idea.
0: I love what you just said, crisis mode and Christ mode.
1: Mm.
0: Well, I mean, to stay in the Christ mode, yeah, what do we do when there's no more crisis? Yeah. Do we, do we still, again, love one another, care about each other, go out of our way to help somebody? Or is it all about me, myself, and I? And oh, I tell you, it's challenging. Because well, I tend to be a little on the
1: self side. No, and I think we all do. And then, of course, when nothing's happening, you don't go to church. That's what the the common theme is that if, it's, if things are good, there you don't see the pews filled, and that's wow. got to change. Um, I hope this good changes time. it. To be honest, all right, Mike, I'll let you get going for your show. I got to wrap up mine, so I will talk to you soon. That was Mike Myers Radio Hope. He's on at nine a.m., and then we'll do it all again tomorrow, huh? Fantastic. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. And this has been a Monday edition of Keeping Real with Alex Garrett. Talk to you soon.